Hello, everyone. This is Peter Stone with another episode of Stepping Up and Stepping Out, making 2017 your best year yet. And I will just touch base on why I am doing this. We have resolutions, New Year resolutions, and we have goals, and we want the new year to be different than our past year. For some reason, we're not, more than half of us are satisfied with the year that we just lived. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And I've been talking through the year on this, this program about the reasons why the things, the little blockages that get in our way. And today, this is session number 17, a very good number, by the way. And this session will start out with courage and lead into productivity. So we need to ask ourselves first of all in that past year even looking back in 2017 if you just starting to watch this program or if you've been watching this program throughout the year that do you speak who you really are? Do you speak your feelings? Do you speak up when you feel you should speak up? Or do you not to be safe? Hold your feelings in, hold your energy in, and therefore not be who you really are and not allow the people around you to really know who you are. And this is a big a big challenge for a lot of people, courage, our courage to speak up, our courage to say no, our courage to say yes. Uh, we don't want to hurt other people's feelings and this and that. And quite frankly, when we are not serving ourselves with our truth, we're really hurting other people because we are misguiding them in who we really are because we are not voicing our inner self, our, our being that if we did say no, wow, I really wanted to say no, but I didn't, and I did this thing. And then in some cases, I've heard some people, maybe even myself in the past, complaining because I did this, and I should have said no, and I didn't, or I should have said yes, whichever is the flip side, it doesn't matter. The point is, we agreed to something that was not in sync or agreeable really to us, agreeable to our core, and then we got uncomfortable, then we complained, and we maybe even got into a whining state, complaining, making noise, our attitude got poor, we were not happy, essentially, with what we did. And that all comes full circle to our internal courage that 
we speak up for ourselves and our ideas. And, you know, it's running with the crowd and that everybody's doing this and everybody's doing that and I can't speak against that or I can't be different. But we are different. And not always in big, huge ways, but in ways that we feel that we should say something. It's best if we speak our heart and our soul. But we don't. And therefore, we're constantly keeping stuff in. And that builds stress and tension as we go out in the world because we're not being us. And sometimes you see some people that really speak their word and they might be going over the other side of the fence where they just say whatever they want to say, when they want to say it. In some cases, it's almost rude. But there is a <clears throat> politeness or a way to live into our courage. And so let me ask, do you feel you express your true self and what you want? Do you do that enough? And enough is so you're feeling good about yourself, that you've actually had a good day because you've been courageous. And I don't mean you've got to go save a sinking fishing boat or a sinking ship or anything like that. And that is a good courage too. But just our daily courage in living and speaking from our heart, from who we are. Are, are there actions in your life that you could be taking bolder steps and being more congruent with who you are? Congruent with your word. I mean, how can we really live in a space we say no or we don't say no, we say yes, but we feel no. What does that do to us? And when we stack that up, that creates a level of uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable ability. Okay, we are uncomfortable with ourselves. I mean, I know this personally. There's a book, this a paperback book about saying no. Actually, it's a big psychology. It's a it's a big challenge for a lot of the population and when we are a little more courageous and saying no when we mean no saying yes when we mean yes and taking actions that are good for us good for our family good for our friends and good for the world by doing this this makes your moment your day your week and your year, the best it can possibly be. Is it easy? It's not easy to do this. Because, oh, what are they going to say? What are they going to do? And, oh, what will so-and-so say? Well, quite frankly, they might say, oh, I didn't know. I think about that sometimes, too. So... Be a little braver. Take yourself out and expose yourself to who you really are, and you'll find a greater level of comfort and productivity by doing so. So if you're going to 
feel more confident in your life. What negative beliefs would you have to stop having? What, what things would you have to push away or not allow into your, on your radar, into your life, into your thinking? It, what so you make that list again the old pen I mean I just love this because this is productive right the things that don't serve me that are negative not congruent with my thinking my being and write them and what is the opposite of that what what do I want what's the positive beliefs I have and the beliefs that I want to if I want to speak up I need to speak up but not only speaking up but feeling good about that and you will after time and that starts to amplify your energy so there's a couple ways to get into the state of feeling with energy. And I remember I did a lot of Tony Robbins training long time ago. And uh, guess what? <laughs> it, I did this life mastery. Nine days I found myself on a telephone pole 50 feet up with nothing to hold on to and jump. Uh, Working till 2 o'clock in the morning, getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, doing some really intense work. And, and some of the things that he taught, uh, and still teaches, I would say, um, was to feel in your moment. And this, there's other people out there talking about this and other methods. But I just remember that because... He used to say, you know, get in your space, in your own room, wherever you are, and, and to, to pick up your feeling, to use tools that are almost silly, but effective. And who really cares what the tools are if you get the results you're after? And in this case, he used to say, look... Just find, stand up and find your space and, and stand solid, stand strong. And you know, we can't be feeling good when we're bent over, looking forward. You look at people walking down the street, looking down, and they uh, actually look despondent and lacking energy. You look at other people moving a little faster, looking ahead, even glancing up from time to time, looking up, and looking up is good for physiology, but looking straight ahead, any place above than looking down will lift your energy naturally. And I, I still do this because sometimes I get up and I'm looking down while I'm walking and I have to, when I pick up and I look ahead, it's amazing, little switches like this change our energy standing up straighter so if you, you're watching this well you would be watching this if you're hearing me <laughs> so you're watching this stand up and stand straight but stretch yourself stand a little taller and straighter and I know I can sit in my chair and I can slump and I can lean back and 
I don't know how you feel. You go into somebody's office and you see them slumping back and they're at their desk like this. I mean, that's not, doesn't seem like we got a lot going on there. So if you're sitting up straight, you stand up tall and you breathe and you move. And Robin says, move like you have a Superman cape on your back. It's a switch. He's all about the psychology and the physiology. And the funny thing is that little tool works amazingly. You can try it. Just stand up and you walk around your room while watching this. Or you can do it after. But while watching this, just walk up and look and walk around and walk to the left and walk to the right. Stand tall and bend with, with meaning, with, with a little bit of force and feel like you're strong and powerful. I mean, every one of us has felt strong in our life at some point. I mean, there may be some exceptions and, you know, it's certainly not the rule. But every single one of us has felt good and felt confident at one point or another. What were those times? Get the pen, get the paper out and say, well, why did I feel confident? What made me feel good? What sparked me? What lifted my, excuse me, my energy that made me feel invigorated or confident and feeling present and strong and a little bit courageous. And when I say courageous, I'm just meaning living into ourselves and being who we are and living fully, okay? And verbalizing what we feel and what we believe. And when we live in that space, again, I'm repeating, and it's worth repeating because we're not cheating others. We're not cheating ourselves. And we're not misrepresenting ourselves. And people think, oh, well, I thought it was, I thought, I didn't think you thought like that, or I didn't know you cared about this. And if we're masking our feelings and our ideas, then we're masking ourselves. And that's great for Halloween, or if you want to work on a stage and, and be an actor or an actress, and even maybe even more so on a stage, you're even being more confident because you've got that, um, uh, but you're acting into something, which is, is you're not being maybe who you are internally, but that's an art, okay? So I don't want to get confused here where we're just talking about us being congruent and who we are. So you can make these lists and work and remember what it is or what it was that made you feel so good. And maybe it happens to you. Maybe you're living in that space. But could you do more? We all have moments of being unsettled and uncomfortable and lacking confidence. We have doubt. And so any kind of tool that you can use and just refuse. I mean, just check your posture. Number one, check your posture. I know if I'm sitting down a little slumped or I'm not standing up straight and I remind myself or I get in the morning, I, I 
don't even have anything written. I used to have lots written on my mirror, but I'll get up in the morning and I'm like maybe bent over and I realize, wow, I'm not alive and awake. And I look in the mirror and I straighten up and all of a sudden, amazing, I feel a lot better, not a little bit, a lot better just by standing up straight. Really amazing the things we can do with some little simple movement. So in the privacy of your own home, your apartment, wherever you live, your room, you don't want anybody in your house to see you, close the bedroom, go in the closet, go up in the attic, throw your cape on and walk around and be your own superman. Be superwoman. Be your own strong self. Be the person who you really are. One thing for sure, we do know who we are and really others can have opinions about us, but there's only one person that knows the real you, and that's you. So when you know that and you can live from it and have the courage to live from it and be more you, you'll feel better. You'll have more energy getting back to our episode 16, Generating Energy. And these tools, one by one, stack up. They stack up strong and they give you the energy for the day and they will help you have the best year yet. So just practice, practice, practice until you feel. Just do it. You know, just give it a shot. So you know what you've been doing for the many years and how you've been doing it. And if it's not serving you, then you need to go out of your comfort zone. And that's what high performance is all about, is stepping out of, well, this is so comfortable and that's work. So I'm listening to this guy, Bo Eason, and uh, another football player. And he, he is a pretty good uh, safety. He, he has a good record. And he said, you know, you, you can't really be too comfortable. You got to get out. You got to stretch it. You got to do things that matter. And it's not the easy way. It's not the simplest way. I mean, maybe it's simple, but it's not always easy. So when we take on challenges and we do some things as silly as they may be or as awkward as we may feel, when we do them, we get the results. When we get the results doing one thing and then we try another thing and we try another thing, they stack up. And how do I know? I know because I've done it. And it's made differences. I observe other people. I listen to other people that have done these things. Huge differences in their life. I have um, a new friend. Uh, and I spoke uh, a couple of episodes. 
Lisa Pizek, and she was really overweight for a long time. <clears throat> and one day she decided, no more. I'm just not going there. And she now teaches a beach body training, and she's fit and trim, and she's consistent. And yes, she said, oh, I went away on a vacation. I went up to Canada for two weeks with my family, totally enjoying it. My son, we had a blast. We ate. I ate things that I wouldn't normally eat, but that's what vacations are for, okay? So in your thinking and forward, oh, I have to give this up and I, have to, and I don't want to give this up and I don't want to give that up. You, you don't have to give it up. You just have to not have it as much, perhaps. And you don't have to be uncomfortable all the time striving. I mean, you could. Striving for better. And you don't have to do that. Only if you always want to be a high performer, or if you really want to be a high performer, that's what you have to do. But if you want just more energy in taking a step and you want more courage, you've got to take some of these steps. There's no way around it. It doesn't just happen. It just doesn't just happen. I mean, we get out of bed, and we have to generate some energy in the morning to get moving. Turn on our mind. And maybe the first place to go is, before you go to bed, say, I choose to be more courageous. Before you go to bed, maybe write it down on a piece of card and ask yourself before you go to bed, how could I write it down? Three by five cards, they're inexpensive, great tools. They sit around, they're in front of us. You write it down. How could I be more courageous going into tomorrow morning? Let your mind sleep on it. Let it work on what you thought. Maybe you read something if you use the computer before you go to bed. I mean, why would you ever watch, and I'm here in a TV station, but I don't know why anybody would watch a channel, uh, the 11 o'clock news, okay, um, on the national and international things because most news is not a uplifting thing. It doesn't leave us with a positive mindset before we go to bed. I mean, all of that stuff, I mean, I just feel it in my solar plexus. All that stuff, this and that and this and the things I won't even repeat that are on the news. I mean, I just, I don't watch it anymore. Once in a while, I go in to see what's going on in the world. And a lot of it is, you know, created. And that's why I like this public TV, the community TV, where it's serving the local um, community in a, in, in a more positive way, as opposed to the national or the international news that I can't really say there's not a whole lot of sunshine in there for me. <laughs> so 
things, think about some of the things by, by, by watching less than useful things. It doesn't help us feel confident about tomorrow and about life because we're bombarded with things that aren't so nice. But when we look at the other side, there are beautiful people in the world doing wonderful things all over the world. And we do, we can go online and we can read about them, but we're kind of splattered. I mean, I still use AOL, you know, it's kind of the dark ages, but I still use it because they saved all of my information, all some important emails. So I just don't shut it off. But when I go in there, I mean, this thing has so much distraction and all I wanted to do was check my email. And I don't know how much of it's truth because maybe it's the 15th hand person that has passed that information and somebody creating a story and a story has a place but when it's news and it's supposed to be straight on to you well you know that's a whole nother place that I won't continue on but I will continue on raising your energy raising your confidence in the things we can do and reading the paper is, you know, another place where, you know, there's a lot of things that maybe aren't useful. And if you read newspapers and you like newspapers, I love the feel of the newspaper. It's nice. And a book, paper, book, not reading online all the time. That we can read things that actually are supporting us. So don't forget to work on your stance, on your position, when you get up, in the morning, take a deep breath, even if you don't feel about it. Make a note by your bedside and ask questions before you go to bed that are positive questions. How can this be different? How could we change this? How can I have more courage? How can I have more energy? How can I be more productive? And we are going to talk about productivity and that will be another session, but I just wanted to talk and plant a few seeds here where our energy, our courage, our confidence, it all adds up to our productivity. Whether we're playing sports or in our job or in our day that we don't waste time, you know, and, and that we have a fulfilling day and a rich day and a rich life. So, are you happy? Something you can make a little note to think about until the next episode here, which will be episode 18, talking about productivity. I mean, are you happy with your levels of focus and productivity in the things that you do, whether it's your sports or your health, your fitness, your family? your business if you own one, or where you work. Do you feel like you're productive enough? Do you use your time wisely? And if so, why? And what is it that allows you to be very productive? And can you apply that to other areas of your life, whether you're really productive in business, maybe not in your family, maybe in your family, but not in your business or in the place of work or in your sports or in your health. So if you're really productive in one area, how can you carry it over to another area in your life and make 
the changes so your life in some cases cannot be balanced because you're so obsessive about doing one thing and that's a choice and if that is you that's fine and there are no rules for any of us other than and they're not rules there just aren't any rules but we're giving gifts to live a happy healthy prosperous productive life and we don't need to shortchange ourselves any place by doing simple things we can get huge leverage in our life think about the distractions in a day write them down think about i won't be distracted for next for next session you know could you remove some of the distractions or could you replace them and do you have habits that are productive habits that help you when you go to exercise do you follow through follow up and do you have like a regimen something similar it can be five minutes i mean i did the show my simple regimen and last night i did it and I was like really surprised because I was doing a lot of work traveling and and the weather and, and I don't particularly care for gyms and some people do. And, and I just was busy and I got off my kind of schedule and I knew as soon as I got things back in order because I had flux going on, some change and it's all good and I welcomed it. But when I got out and rode my bike and got my weights out and did my pumping, first time I was tired. Oh, my God. I'm like, man, you're out of shape. Can't make it to the top of the hill. That's okay. Because in a few days, I know after a little practice and putting my habits into work, I'm back at it. So really, one day later, I was astonished at the energy I had. I just wanted to do one set of kicks, like 18 and one bend, one set of bends, but I ended up doing three full sets with my weights, and I really wanted to do more, but the mosquitoes started coming out. It was like quarter to seven, and I was in the park in Manchester, and I just feeling really good. And I could have stayed up, like seemed like 24 hours, but anyway. Just sharing that with you that, look, nothing about being perfect here. Just keep the effort of productivity, courage, energy. So Peter Stone here working on making 2017 your best year yet, my best year yet. Let's get out and change some habits that aren't serving us and jump into some high performance whatever that means a little step up or a big step up go for it make your life an enjoyable pleasure every day peter stone checking out we'll see you next episode thanks very much
everyone. This is Peter Stone with another episode of Stepping Up and Stepping Out. This episode is episode 14, and we are into the year pretty good. It's fall already. And we started this program back at the beginning of the year. And why did we do this? We did this so that you and I and anyone who's watching this that had or has still New Year's resolutions that they really want to work on and want to change. We know that more than half the people in our population in the world want to make changes and want to move up and perform better and make changes maybe in personal life or business life, physical life, in their health, family, business, all those areas. And we all have different focuses. So today I'm going to accelerate. I've been accelerating the pace here a bit. And uh, we've, we've had some movement uh, shows. Exercise was the episode number 10. A few simple things, both for men or women or for intense or gentle exercises. Just movement affects our physiology and we feel better. I mean, it's pretty simple. You get up, you take a walk, you want to feel better, you're not feeling so good, just deep breathe a little bit, walk a little bit. And in this episode, I'm going to have you engage, if you choose, to uh, do a few activities. And some will be fun, some might seem a little silly, but the matter of the fact is, we need to do whatever it is we need to do to change our state if we're not in a happy state or if we're not in an energized state if we're feeling down or we lack of energy i know personally that doesn't feel good and i don't like living in that state and i don't allow it in my life very long i i mean it used to be hours sometimes days many years ago and and i just didn't like feeling uncomfortable, feeling uh, lethargic, lazy, not caring, uh, you know, like what's the use, but there is a lot of use. And, and I'm here to give you a couple little tips of really how to take a less than maybe interesting or exciting life you may or may not be living. You may have an exciting life every day. And if you want to take it even higher, all of the things I'm going to speak about today lend themselves to whatever level you are in your life. Your family, again, family, business, health, fitness, any of those areas, this applies to everything. So what I'm going to bring up and the subject is high performance. Putting, we perform, we do things. Every day we have action. But why not do them with some intensity and energy and emotion and connect and feel a value in the things that we do. Feel connected with them. Get a response. Get a connection. And so that they become valuable to us. And if they're not valuable to us, or if they don't feel good, I think we need to ask a few questions. And so I've got uh, five areas here 
that I would like to review. And the first area is very simply clarity. Clarity in all areas of your life. Are you really clear about what makes you happy? Um, I mean, sometimes we just go through life and we laugh a little bit and we're not really thinking about what really makes me happy. You know, we have things we like to do, certain sports or TV shows or videos or whatever it is, people that we like to see that make us happy. And do we really analyze that? sit down and actually write down what really makes me happy and how can I get more happiness? And to take it a step further, what makes me the most happy? What makes me the happiest in my life? And it's worth the time and the effort to sit down and take a list I mean, we're coming to the end of 2017. And again, the reason for this show is to not let you forget what your intentions were or are that were at the beginning of the year for you to, in fact, make changes in your life. That's what our, our goals and our New, Year, New Year's resolutions are all about, right? making changes, things we're just tired of doing. We really don't want this anymore. And the flip side of that is this, this pull forward. What, what is going to be like a big carrot that's going to pull us forward or whatever it is that is desirable, the old carrot and stick. So we need something to move us forward. And happiness is, is a pretty big one. So write down not only what are you happy about right now, but what makes you the happiest. And if you think, well, I'm not happy about anything, I mean, just think a little bit. Dig a little bit. Find something. There's something. If it wasn't today, maybe last week or last month, or maybe something in the future that you could be happy about. And a question, another question is, is there any reason why you don't have more happiness in your life? What, what reasons, what things kind of get in the way of you being happy, you living the life that you really want to live, about high performance, about, uh, you know, you don't have to be uh, Tom Brady, uh, who is a total high performer, and his habits, his, his life habits just keep him right there. His attitude, his gratitude, his diet, all the things that he does, I highly respect him, and I watch him, and I, have, I, I study him because he's, uh, I mean, just last year's game, and in, in it really happened this year, but this game, uh, the NFL Super Bowl where this guy was like way behind and I'm sure many people watch this and this guy was not phased he just stuck with the focus and it's next it's next I'm not gonna 
pull into an unhappy state because that guy didn't catch the ball or I threw it the wrong way or it didn't land in the area or somebody intercepted it and they intercepted it again. I'm not going to let the interceptions in my life, people, places, and things that maybe make me feel a little uncomfortable or they make me feel maybe bad or could. So the high performer such as an individual like Tom Brady, makes a decision, a conscious decision to just walk above that stuff and not plug into it. And in this case, ruin the game, ruin probably his life and a lot of other millions of viewers emotions and attitudes and feelings because he said, what's the use? He didn't do that. I love this example. It's, it's so fitting in this guy. It's so living in this state that he's just doing whatever it takes without, he knows there's lots of challenges. Life is not meant to be easy. It is a struggle. And that struggle is in there for a real reason. To take us up to the next level, to the next level. And it can be just small steps, as I've spoken throughout the year, that we just make it a little step. But little steps add up and add up and add up. It's kind of like going to a convenience store. You know, they sell something for 50 cents, dollar, couple dollars, 50 cents, couple dollars. At the end of the year, they've made a million in sales. So the little things add up. It's not, oh, that's nothing. Oh, this doesn't matter because it all matters. It's all the sum of the game. Every movement matters. And I so honor this gentleman, Tom Brady, that he just stuck out with it. And in the end, oh my God, the emotion, the win, and the win in our life and the happiness that we can put in our life. So are there areas that you have your own interceptions in that I'm sure Tom Brady wasn't happy about an interception, but he didn't stop and he didn't say, no, that's, there's no use to this. I'm going home and walk off the field. No. And in our life, do we just say, no, nah, I don't feel like I'm just going to go turn on the TV and watch because what's the use? of working to have more happiness in my life. Don't go there. Don't do it to yourself because you can see an example. Tom Brady doesn't do that. He's a rock star and every single one of us has that inside of us. We all have it. We're all given that gift, but it takes effort. And we have to work at it. And some of us are obsessed, like Tom Brady, and that's not a lot of us. But we don't need to be obsessed to find happiness and to just adjust and look at, well, what are the things, maybe write down also and get some contrast here. What are the things that make you unhappy? And list them. And what are you right now most unhappy about? The unhappiest thing in your life. Write it down. Feel the pain. And the pain is good. 
because when we feel that pain, that motivates us, that pushes us to do something, to get up and say, look, I'm tired of this feeling unhappy. I'm no longer going to accept that. I'm going to get up and I'm going to make something happen. So what is the reason that you or I or anybody else has less happiness in our life that we could have? What, what could you do about it? What, what are some things that you could do? Well, make a list. The things you're happy about, the things you're unhappy about, compare why Ask the question, why? Why does it make me happy? Why does it make me unhappy? And the things that get us to that state, well, it's pretty simple. Do more of the things, focus more on the things that make us happy, and do less of the things that make us unhappy. And soon, it all flips open over to a happier day a happier week, a happier life. And where does that go? What happens when you're out and about smiling, feeling good, your energy is up? That is contagious, like laughter, right? You hear someone laughing and almost uncontrollably, and you know how that works. People start laughing for no reason because someone near them is laughing kind of uncontrollably, right? And that works on the other side of the fence. When we bring the less than useful energy into a situation, then we know most of the people around us, unless they are practiced to bounce that less than useful energy off, will feel it. And we have the choice to bring happiness into every space we go, every place we go, and every person we meet. We have a choice to bring joy, happiness, or the flip side, unhappiness, or sullenness, or whatever is on the other side of the fence. And I I don't even like to verbalize that because I like to keep my mind thinking and focused on the upside words, as I've spoken in several of these episodes. The mind management. It's getting control of our mind that allows us to be happier. And for some of us, like myself, many years through the years, I've worked really hard. And I, quite frankly, am really surprised at the state I can be in just sitting uh, I was sitting out overlooking the harbor this morning and in Manchester, and I just uh, I just feel good in my solar plexus. It's raining, it's windy, but the fresh air is blowing in the windows. I have them wide open, and I'm feeling good. And I have choice to say, oh, what a nasty, lousy day, or uh, just surprisingly through a lot of practice that... I can look up and just naturally feel this internal joy and happiness and go about my day and prepare for this show. Uh, it, it, it's magical when we work at it. 
And that's the big word. You know, we work at a lot of things. We work for a paycheck. And we work, we have to work to feel good. It's a generator. We're a generator. We have to generate energy to expel and think when we're working on a job or physically working. Requires energy. The energy doesn't come from sitting there. We must generate that and we generate good energy both in clarity in our mind and in our body strength by, well, the foods we eat, the air we breathe the people we surround us with, and the thoughts we think, that we engage in, that we allow in our mind and in our space. And really, the decision, we'll talk about this a little later, probably not in this session, because this session, this episode, is going to be broken down into four or five different shows, because this high performance, we can't just wash over it. And I don't want to just say, oh yeah, get up, go do it, feel happy, that's the end, great, everybody can do it, you're done, you're on your own. That's nice, but it's not real. And what's real is sitting down and taking the time to sculpt your life. Everyone's life is important. And I don't like to be the bearer of bad news, but it's on the front page in the Gloucester Times. And I, I saw this, uh, like someone died of, of a drug overdose and then five other people got really ill. And I'm like, wow. And, and I know this is a challenge in this area and it's a challenge in the country and some other parts of the world. It's not just here, it's just in general. And, that can be beat. That can be, we can protect ourselves from even having the thoughts that to go into that space, we have to kind of give up on life. And after reading that, I even feel more driven that that doesn't have to happen. Man, there's good people in this world and they just fall off because they don't manage their minds, manage their thoughts, manage their happiness, which is a very simple, and many people confuse the word simple with easy. Simple and easy are like night and day. Simple, I can write it down. Do this and do that and do this and do that. And it's as simple as writing this down. If you do this, you're going to be happy. If you do this, you'll be unhappy because those are the things that make you happy or unhappy. It's that simple. But is it easy to get up out of a state that maybe we've been in for months, who knows, years, or in and surrounded by people that maybe are not supporting an uplifting lifestyle. Do we need change? And that change takes courage and confidence and mind management and study and work. And these are the flip side of the simple because this is the effort it's, it's not like E squared, it's E cubed. It's, it's monumental effort. 
in many cases. But first, we have to sit back and take a look and write down and understand where are we today? And that is called clarity, getting real clarity in our lives by penning it. I don't suggest you write it in a computer, but if you are a computer aficionado and you really love doing computers, these are not very um, good transmission devices of our emotions. When we have a pen and a piece of paper, I have tons of notebooks. Um, I think I'm going to go back and read all these things. and, And quite frankly... Once in a while, I review my notes. I have stacks of them literally around the world because I was engaged in the moment and made life a study so that I could really turn my life around. And where I came from was a pretty rough place. And where I've gotten to is a whole heck of a lot more comfortable. And it goes into... The old saying, if I can do it, you can do it. Anybody can do it. Because I had some pretty dark days. But now I have very bright days, even on the darkest of rainy, windiest, cold days. I find the light. And you can too. Because it's a simple choice. Simple choice. Hard actions. Disciplines like a really worse than a four-letter word. Maybe discipline is eight letters, so it's maybe double the effort. Or again, exponential effort. When we put in exponential effort, we get exponential rewards. So another question you can ask yourself is, do you have or do you feel like you have a clear mission in your life because we're all here for something. I mean, some of us get up, light a smoke, cup of coffee, get in the car, maybe grumble on the way to work because we're not happy about our job, but we think we have to do that because we have to have an income. But there's all kinds of ways to make income when we allow ourselves to sit back and ask questions. If I'm not happy, what could I do to make me happy? Then if I'm not happy with my job, what other job could I do that makes me happy? And maybe I have to drive a few extra miles or five miles or something. But there are options, and especially in this country of America, we have all kinds of options. It's unlimited, and there's no excuse for any of us to live in an unhappy space except by choice. It's our choice. We choose where we live. We choose where we are today. Nobody else does that for us. We think, oh, because so-and-so, oh, this, and because so-and-so, oh, I, uh," no, 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 no. Responsibility lies on numero uno. It lies on myself. It lies on yourself. We make every single decision. No one forces us to do anything. We may think in our mind, and this comes in another session, about courage and confidence enough to stand up and and speak up to say, no, 
I'm not doing that because that doesn't resonate and that doesn't make me happy. Okay, sometimes we have to do some things that we're not particularly happy about, but they're kind of musts that in order to, to get through life, in order to make a living to a certain degree, and I'm not saying you have to live in an unhappy space all the time, but parts of our job, parts of our business, parts of getting fit, and parts of diet, uh, some people look at it and say, man, how do you eat that stuff? It really doesn't taste good. But after a while, you can start to refine a taste bud, or you can refine your physical body so that certain types of exercise that you enjoy actually benefit you when you couple it with breathing. There's so much that can be done rather than sitting back saying, I am not happy. So I ask that you take some time and get clarity in your life that just get up in the morning. What's the mission of the day? Well, we need to make a paycheck. Uh, maybe we're going to meet someone for dinner at night. And I have a very interesting con uh, concept later on about influence in our life and how actually you're able to influence people at any level, whether it's your family or business associates or a friend, to influence people and get more influence in your life. So in fact... You're living a happier life by, through influence and through confidence in your life and more energy. We know when we're out running or walking or moving, if we have done it maybe on a regular or semi-regular basis, we get a burst of energy. And you can refer to episode 10. If you want to check out a few simple, easy things, again, I, I can't emphasize this enough that it doesn't have to be going to the gym and doing, uh, you know, 50 sit-ups and 50 push-ups and lifting all these weights. Weights are very good. Resistance training is excellent. I suggest it. But to get started, it can be easy to get moving. And once we get moving, we have more desire to do more when we get moving. We're naturally happier. Physiology. It's the physiology of life, the physiology of our body, of our being. So what is your mission or your purpose in life? Because when we find our purpose, we probably can get up off that sofa and stop watching the TV and stop eating the potato chips if we have something bigger than us. It's usually something bigger than ourselves that gets us to take action. I know when my daughter was born, wow, and for the many, many, many people who have children, you all know. You have a new addition to your family called a baby. Everything changes. Everything changes. Now we have something bigger. We're moving along, living our life, and then all of a sudden, wow, this little person comes into our life, and we're sparked, and we have this energy and this joy and a drive to do more because we naturally want to take care of that child and raise that child for most of us. That's 
the natural instinct for us to grow outwards. We don't show up here on this beautiful planet to sit around. We show up to enjoy it. And yes, we have to go through some struggles. It's just called life. But through the struggle, we have our gains. This will be session one out of probably four or five sessions. So I wanted to touch the most important thing to get us focused for looking forward to 2018. It's only a few months away. We're in the fall. And take a look and start deciding to make a difference in your life and those around you. Because as you flourish and become more joyful and more happy at what you do, those around you feel it. And then the world becomes a happier place. And quite frankly, I just have to say, the last couple of years, people and the way they're bickering and finding fault with each other is disgusting. It's disgusting. And I think we as people need to see the beauty in those around us and the strengths and compliment them on on their strengths, no matter what it is, because everybody has them. It's our duty. I mean, we've got to jump in and make changes. Think about your happiness. It's a good place to start. Get a pen out. Write. Get some clarity. This is Peter Stone for Stepping Up and Stepping Out, Episode 14, making 2017 your best year yet, and maybe somebody else's if you choose to touch them with some joy and happiness. Thanks again. We'll see you in episode 15. This is Peter Stone for another episode, episode 15 
of stepping up and stepping out, making 2017 your best year yet. And we're engaged in a series uh, called High Performance, uh, which I started in episode 14. And actually, I started at the beginning of the year because everything I've been talking about all year is to lift up your performance and give you the best year yet. And I hope some of you have done a few things, grabbed the pen, made some notes, done a little comparison, and actually made an effort to get to your New Year's resolutions, which of course was about nine or ten months ago, right, that those were written down for at least more than half of the population. We write them down. And that's the whole point of the show, is to keep you on track, to tap you on the shoulder as a reminder. You can go to the TV station, turn on channel, uh, whichever this program is on, uh, a lot on 12, and take a look and remind yourself as well, if you're out on a walk, you can put the podcast, download the Every Other Week podcast I've been doing, uh, since the beginning of the year, and um, maybe think about a couple of things that I've mentioned, things that I've learned in my life that have made a difference for me, and a difference to really hundreds and thousands of many other people as well. And I'm not talking about anything new here. I'm giving you my perspective of what's made a difference, really, in my life. Because the difference is huge. It's not a little difference. And the little steps are, the steps are small. Sometimes they're big, but when we try to crash into change... Uh, the flip side of that is sometimes crashing down. For example, I mentioned you know going to a gym and doing 50 sit-ups after not exercising for three years, and we feel the pain really bad the next day, and we say, well, I'm not going to do that again, and that's the end of that. So referring to physical fitness in episode 10, you can gently take steps. And all of the other episodes, I've um, asked that, or almost all, asked that you sit down and you write a little bit and think a little bit and take time out of the busyness of the day. Uh, for example, yesterday I was going between Gloucester and Manchester, between two different things I was doing, two different projects, and... I thought rather than just driving and still being in the project I just was on or moving directly into the next project, well, I drove by the shore road. And that's what we have here in Cape Ann is this beautiful island and beautiful area that we can chill and we can de-stress. And I'm going to talk about some ways to do that here how to reduce the stress. And it seems funny, doesn't it, that we're in uh, this beautiful island in Gloucester here or in Cape Ann where 
there's so much green and trees through the spring, summer, and fall. Uh, the sea lapping against the shore and the beaches with the waves crashing or the waves crashing on the shore as it was yesterday. And finding that centering that nature gives us. It's really a gift that nature has all around us. So when we say, oh, I'm stressed, I'm like really like out of sorts, just get a grip and Think about it. Make a three-by-five card. Stick it in your car. I mean, when I was living in Thailand, my whole walls were three-by-five, five-by-eight cards. Why? These were my pieces of art. The words I wrote were my sculptures. Why? They made a difference in my life. When I saw these words again and again and again, I could leave a place of uncomfortability, uncomfortability, a place I didn't want to be by constantly focusing on something. And I'm not suggesting, but maybe I am for some of you, suggesting that you cover your walls with notes. But I did it with colored pens. I really like to use color in my life because I believe life should be colorful and that it is colorful and for some of us it's kind of like black and white up and down gray for a lot of us it's just down and i think we don't need to be there so by putting a little note in your car and stress comes on you probably will see this if you're not in such a state that you're not seeing anything and a little reminder, maybe even on your phone. But I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But little notes, even in your house, on your bathroom mirror, don't let stress get the best of you because diet is one thing that will kill you or put you in the hospital. But there are some people that exercise really a lot. I remember reading a story, maybe it was eight or ten years ago, and some guy died at a young age. I think he was running, and I don't remember the exact particulars of the story, but number one, he was too young to die. Number two, he was physically fit. And number three, he died. Well, why? Because we can be stressful about fitness. We can be stressful about our diet. In other words, we can be so anal like, oh man, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, and that causes stress. I can only eat that. And that's crazy because we've got to be human. And when it comes to the diet, I'll just throw this in quickly, is, you know, what if you do an 80-20%? Or 70-30, and you eat really good 70% of the time, and 30% of the time, you don't eat so good. And that changes to 80-20, and what if it changes to 90-10? You still go out and have a big, huge ice cream in the other 10%, or even something deep-fried like some great Essex clams that Shep dug. I mean, hey, it doesn't get any better than that, right? We don't want to give those things up because those make us happy. And happiness was the subject of episode 17, which I surprisingly didn't finish. 
So I'm continuing on that happiness. And this part of the first session continues on, and I've got five key steps here that I will go through before the end of this, and they are uh, about our clarity and our energy and our confidence and our courage and a couple of other key points, influence that we have and uh, want to optimize from a high-level performance. So happiness was the subject by um, extraction from getting clarity in our life because all of us truly want to be happy, right? We go to a birthday party, we want to laugh and be happy, um, go to a football game, be happy, smile, see people. But some of us, you know, maybe don't allow that. And so I'm going to give you some tools, and this is kind of a, uh, a teaching point that I've learned and, and was shown uh, along the way, and I share this, and uh, I'm happy to give this uh, and share this, uh, what we and I will call a high-performance habit. So some of you are you know, going to think this is strange or silly or something, but people meditate and they bring themselves to their center. And meditation today is becoming more popular. Why? Because in a stressful world, we need to get a grip. We need to just stop, breathe, drive by the sea, stop, listen to the waves, and feel good. That's it. Just feel good and maybe even happy or joyful and then get on with our life. But let's stop and not carry any stress any place we go. So one thing uh, that's coupled with stress is happiness. It, 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 it buries it. It sends it away. We don't need it in our life. So if you close your eyes and take a few deep breaths, like not, but deep breaths, you know, blow it out. And if you got a cigarette going, put it out, okay? <laughs> and get the smoke away. There's not a whole lot of that left, I'm happy to know. But if you are a smoker, put it out and get some fresh air and take some deep breaths like really through your nose and blow it out through your mouth and just do that three or four times and close your eyes and do that a few more times and think of three words Three words while you're doing this deep breathing and getting relaxed. Think of three words that would best describe the best you or the you that you would want to be or the you that you see up there that something you want to go for something that 
you know you want to live in this space and you're not really giving yourself the room or honoring yourself enough to go there and 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 live into the three words that really describe who you are three words that you would be proud to have people to describe you as and that you would be proud to live in and to live into on a daily basis like who you really are that connect with you and keep that stress away and bring more happiness into your life words that when you say them lift you up and say yeah that that word really makes me feel good and when you say that word you start to sculpt your energy and your mind and the way you feel in that moment and that's just one word so what if we stack it up with another word you can take another breath close your eyes if you like and find another word Get all three and write them down. But we don't want to do this once. We want to bring these three words because they are us. These words are you. And my three words are me. And when I live with those words... Whatever those words are, what they mean, and a lot of people use less than useful talk, negative talk, and don't go there. If you have to really work hard at this, do it, but find the uplifting three words that are you, that reflect the truest and the best you. And what, what three words come to mind? And, and it doesn't have to be perfect this first time around. You could watch this video again or you could make these notes and do this anytime you want. And you could practice. Try it a couple of times to make sure that those words actually fit with you and vibrate with you and lift you up. So write them down for now, and none of this has to be perfect, and this is, you know, another facade and fallacy we have in, I've had, being a perfectionist. Oh, it's not good enough. Oh, I got to do it. I got to get this just right before I can do it. No. Ready, shoot, then aim. So get the three words and put them down and say, well, maybe after a couple of weeks, uh, you found a better one because you actually started a habit, a high-performance habit that brought you to a higher level, to a realization that in these words, you start to feel better, you start to think in an expanded way, you have happier moments, because 
you are working with who you are, you're congruent with your energy, and therefore you're building energy and being the best you that you can be, and you're working and living in to high performance in the simplest of ways, in the smallest of steps, without having to read great volumes of books and do all these, well, quite frankly, a lot of things to get a little result. How about this little thing that will get a big result, a simple thing to get a big result? Now, you've written them down, I'm hoping. If you haven't, please do. I'll take a moment, let you write them down. I don't want to let you off this show without you having three words written down. Now, please go do it. Take a minute, find a piece of paper. And if you don't have paper, open your phone, open your computer and write them down. It's okay. Whatever works for you, you don't want to write them down, put them in a computer, type them down, type them into your phone. And actually, just about all of us have phones today. And most of them are considered what we would call smartphones. Sometimes they don't seem so smart, but they're called smartphones because they do help us tremendously. And in this particular case, <clears throat> when we see people on their phones all the time, oh, they're on the phone, they're on the phone. Well, I found my daughter, she was on the phone. She learned a lot of amazing things on her phone. She's like not just playing games or just texting someone. I found out she was studying how to cook and she was watching videos how to do different things, how to exercise and different ways to exercise about diet. And she's only 17 and she's like, I mean, when she was 13, Dad, oh no, don't do this. What about this? And she's bringing great information to me. So we want, again, to look at the upside of the tools. Nothing is all this or all that. It's not black and white. So again, visiting the point where we find the upside in everything we have around us. TV's no good. Oh, don't want. No, there's some great things on TV. Bad TV is no good. Schlocky TV that wastes your time is useless. But good comedy, once in a while, to get a good laugh out of us is good. But don't live there 24 hours a day and not do anything with your life by just watching someone else's. And years goes by. Don't do it. Hop into the game. So back on your phone, put in your phone a reminder of these three words, words that make a difference to you. And after a while, again, you can change them. Then put them in, set an alarm so that when your alarm goes off, these three words show up. And 
you know, a lot of people are working and we have breaks at 10 o'clock in the morning and maybe three o'clock in the afternoon. And it doesn't hurt to put them in two times, two alarms. If you want to put four alarms, what happens if your alarm wakes up in the morning on your phone, of course, keep it a little bit away from your head, but some people put them next to their heads. But whatever your choice is, do as you see fit. But empower yourself with your own three words that you're connected to. What could be better? They're not my three words. They're not your neighbor's three words, and they're not your children's or your mother's or your father's. They're yours. They belong to you. <clears throat> and those are, they're not private. You share them with people if you like, but they can be, but they're yours and they belong to you. And those are the things that empower you and will lift you up. I own these. I live into these. I will be confident today. I will have faith in my actions that Maybe I don't feel good, or I'm afraid, or I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway because I see a bigger result, I see a bigger me, and I'm going to have faith that I can do that. Courage, okay? I'm going to have courage to take that action. I'll get beyond that fear. Or I'm going to be more caring for those around me. Caring. Am I a really caring person? I love being caring and caring about others. I'm putting that word in my phone. When I wake up in the morning and start my day, what if you choose not to start your day that way, which isn't a bad idea, then looking, turning on the morning news or opening a newspaper that we know is loaded with less than useful things or even... One step, it's, I don't know if it's worth or whatever, but it's not useful, is to turn your email on first thing in the morning because it steals your time, steals your day, and makes you reactive to what other people are feeding you. And it separates you from your true self. You need to live in your true self to be the happiest you can be. And what could be better than to being true to thine own self? It doesn't get any better than that. Living from our heart, living from our soul, as many artists do. They paint, they can't express in words, or they can't speak, so they paint. They paint beautiful, gorgeous paintings as a poet writes his words and expresses their emotion. So whatever it is to you, three words can be very powerful. Put them in your phone. Just do it. Take the time. It's profound. My wife says to me, oh man, what's that alarm? It's annoying. It's annoying. But I have also um, worked on another project that I will talk about later that allows you to get away from too many alarms. But I'm saying just be reasonable, and sometimes you can be unreasonable if you want to accelerate, be obsessive. 
if you're starting to feel good and things are working so good, it's okay to be obsessive about feeling good and about feeling happy. <laughs> Do what it is that you're happiest doing. And of course, uh, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody by doing it, and I don't think most of us are in that space, but just a little caveat. So put those phones and, you know, why now, maybe write down, why did you choose those three specific words? And what do they mean to you? Write a little bit and feel them, feel them, engage with them, and write down, what do they feel like to you? Why do they feel good? Why are they meaningful to you? These three words. And the more meaning these words have, the more you see them, the easier it will be to reach a level of happiness, maybe more courage, more fearlessness, more faith in what you're going to do in the day and in the things that you love to do so much but maybe are afraid because someone says, oh, what's the use or don't do that? And uh, the naysayers, don't let them in. In the very first session of stepping up and stepping out, I talked about the naysayers. I didn't actually use that word, but the dark, deep hole that people allow themselves to go into. And there's no daylight, no beautiful, bright light down in that hole. Don't go there. These words will keep you on track and they'll energize you. Not just, you know, the mental stimulation of these words. Then... You could even say them and have it come back at you as a recording, but that's just a thought that came to me. There's all kinds of things you, you can do, and you do what works best for you. However, this is a good place to start. It's a good place to get moving, simple, easy, fast, right? So you've written them down and you put them in your phone. Please take a moment. Make sure you put them in your phone. If you haven't done it now, do it when the show's over and just do it, right? We know Nike. Just do it. There's nothing painful about this. Five minutes, ten minutes, you can have your words. If you didn't do it, do it, okay? Do yourself a favor. This isn't about me, but it is because I'm gaining by sharing. I'm always gaining by sharing. I enjoy this. So the three words describe you. So keep an intention with the words. Keep an intention in the day when you get up and work on the clarity that you want in your life. And in the morning, this will be another session, but how to start your day in a little more advanced way before I've given a list, you know, deep breathing, do a little stretching, a little exercising, go out for a walk, maybe think uh, about what you're going to do. But I've got some more advanced things here 
that will get you more engaged. And these things are all maybe 20-minute slots I mentioned in episode 13. It was actually in a podcast about the slots that we can chunk out, 5-minute slots, 10-minute slots, 10-minute exercise slot. And if 10 is too long, make it 5. But make it and do it. So when you get up in the morning, don't hop on your email and don't hop on the TV for the news. Sit down and get yourself going and I'll really get into some leveraged tools that will make a difference for your day. In a very short time, 5, 10, or 15, or 20 minutes can set the tone for your day, the intention for a happy day or intention for a better day than yesterday. No matter what, if it's a little bit better, then it's better. And that's that. It doesn't have to be this great, big, huge change all of a sudden. A little change will go a long way. 365 times in a year. 365 little changes in a day. Where would you be at the end of the year? This is Peter Stone with Stepping Up and Stepping Out with some tools of how to make 2017 your best year yet. The good thing is you still have time. And we've got another year after that. So I'm not going to let you get off too easy. I'm going to be here for you. If you want a little reference, a little tools, come back and check us out in episode 16. And I'll continue on these tools. There are four more amazing areas, actually five, in these tools that will make a profound change in your life a step at a time. Thanks for watching. Peter Stone, we'll see you next time.
everyone. This is Peter Stone with another episode of Stepping Up and Stepping Out. This is episode number 16. And today we want to talk about energy. When I say we, I would like you to engage with some mind self-talk. So that's us together. And think about some of the things in detail that I'm going to talk about. And today we're talking about energy. Really important that we have energy in our life. When we don't have energy, really, what do we do? We don't do too much. We prefer to sit around, not move, not get up, not take a walk, not do a lot of things, maybe not engage with our family, not engage with the community. Uh, So we need energy to do everything, anything. And it starts with will, which goes a little deeper than this episode here. Uh, But how can we kind of turn that energy switch on? So first, There's people out there that have a lot of energy. They get up, they're at it, they make it happen. You see them in your day. You may be one of those people. And if you want more energy, there's a few more tools here. And what kind of energy do we have? Uh, Today, energy is a big topic, right? Is it clean energy? Is it dirty energy? Is it energy that maybe doesn't fully serve us? Sometimes our energy, we're just going, 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 and it may not serve us the best possible way. When we are going from one thing to another to another, which is another subject I'm going to talk about at a later point in another episode called transitioning, which means going from one task, project, meeting, or one situation, whether it's from family to business or business to family. It's one of my favorite subjects, and I won't get into it right now, even though I want to. So back to the energy. So what kind of energy do we have? We have this energy that is is serving us, energy that helps us that it's focused energy rather than energy that is scattered and where where we've got so many things to do in a day and uh, I don't know what to do. I'm busy, 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 busy. We must collect ourselves, collect our energy and focus our energy and get something like the magnifying glass. When we take a magnifying glass and we put a pinpoint on a piece of paper, if the light is scattered like our energy, there's not much going on. It's scattered light. But when we take our energy and we focus it in as we do with a glass and it comes into a magnifying glass where it comes into pinpoint focus, we're burning as I recollect, burning paper, burning wood, starting fires. Uh, We can do a lot of things. We can start a lot of things when we have focused energy. So number one, ask yourself, 
first of all, if you're high energy, is your energy good, useful, serving you? If you're not high energy, would you like to be? Are you happy with the level of mental and physical energy you have each day? It's a good question to ask yourself. In the beginning of the day, maybe even take stop in the middle of the day. You know, is my energy serving me? Am I rushing? And I, I, I think I've mentioned this before when I speak with my daughter and I, quite frankly, speak with myself, some self-talk. And in my company, I learned to write tie in the word rush. And what I meant by that word is to move swiftly, quickly, faster than the average person or movement may do. Pretty simple. And I would say rush does not mean scatter the energy and move rush and and you've got to be stressed about it. That is the whole other side. We don't want to go there. When we manage our energy and we really focus in on an animal called a gazelle. And if you don't know how a gazelle moves or even what a gazelle is, but many of us are do, just Google it. Go online. Check it out. And this animal moves so fast, so accurately, so swiftly, rarely do lions or tigers catch them. So this is part of the high performance. And actually, I've been saying this really for 30 years. I recognized in myself that I rushed and I made mistakes and, 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 and I, I asked, how can I do it better? Simple question. And when we ask questions, useful questions, as opposed to why do I always get this way? Why am I always messed? Why am I, why am I a hot mess here? And we ask a different question. How can I move more swiftly, more accurately, and faster at the same time. And does it need to be faster? Not always, but sometimes I see some people that could move a little bit faster and you maybe just want to get back to the question. If you decided to have more energy in your life, what would you do? You know, and do you have the energy, the focused energy, the clean energy? Think about it. Ask these questions. Clean energy, energy not serving me, serving me. And why or why don't you have that energy? What are some reasons where you know that you could have better energy, cleaner energy, and you could have a better day, a better week, and even a better year, making 2017 your best year yet by taking some simple, smart, easy actions. Are they always easy? No, because when we get caught up 
I'll step back and I'll rephrase that simple, okay, because it may be very difficult. And I know at times it was very difficult for me to focus. I felt rushed. I got to get this done, that done, this done. So if you're in that space or if you're halfway in that space or if you're part in that space, sit back and ask, how can I do it better? So if you decided to have more energy and the best of health this year what happened what habits what habits would you start right away there's no need to wait next week tomorrow get the pen out make a list what's my mental and physical energy is it serving me number 2 is if it's not or if it is, how could it serve me better? If it's not, how could I get it to serve me the way I really want it to? And then, what habits do I have that I should or it's best, forget shoulding because we know all about that, that's best I change, let go of, don't visit, and start something new again another list what's the flip side of this habit the upside what is a habit that will serve me what is a high performance habit that will serve me today when i have time i'll sit and i'll write down and if you have time now get to work make your life a sculpture as it was meant to be Get charged. So what could you do on an ongoing basis to help yourself more often and perhaps recover from a stressful day? Or suppose you just had a stressful morning and you've got a whole afternoon to get into. What would you do? What could you do to stop? And that's not going to the coffee shop, you know, to add to that. And I love coffee. I enjoy coffee a lot. And naturally, over the years, I drink a cup of tea in the morning. I stop drinking coffee. I drink coffee every now and then. It's more as a treat. And sometimes I drink it for that energy kick. Um, but... We, at noontime or even at a break at 10 o'clock in the morning, may, may want to just check in on ourselves. Even if you're sitting in an office at a desk and you've got lots of things to do, you could set your phone again, back to the phone, every 50 minutes or 55 minutes. It's proven that if you do take that break, get up. Go get a glass of water, go to the fountain, stretch, get back to work. You're much more productive. If you're more productive, you'll make more money, whether you're working for yourself or working for someone else. Why? They'll recognize it. It all comes full circle to your energy. So why not check in every hour? Why have to wait until noontime and go for four hours and feel like stressed? And the more it stacks up, the more challenge there is to get back to your center.
So there are some high-performance habits that we can do. And in the last uh, episode, I did a short break where you took some breathing and, and got centered and started to think. This time, I'm going to go on the opposite side of thinking, which is not thinking. And releasing your thoughts before the thinking was about three words in your life that would empower you. I want to be healthy. I want to be strong. I want to be fit. I want to have a good business. I want to make some money. I want to paint a beautiful painting. I want to write the book that I haven't wrote that I've been talking about for years. I need to pick up the pen. I need to start. But I'm scattered because I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and I haven't done what I would like to do. So within this energy, when we have more focused energy, we're able to accomplish, really, the things that we want. I mean, we can still accomplish but maybe not as efficiently or as effectively if we check in with ourself. And furthermore, to make this check-in a valuable, more than just finding our center, but when we find our center and we check in, we're connecting with our true self. And to make sure what it is that we're doing, we're enjoying it. It really resonates with what we want to do as an overall and a big picture of living into our life. I don't mean some things that we don't want to do in the day that are uncomfortable. We just do them and find the joy in doing them. So there is a method. It's a little bit of a meditation, and we can all do this any time we choose. Maybe you're in an office with a lot of people, but after practice... You know, they're looking at you like, what are you doing? Well, I am building my strength, my energy, and my value, and being efficient at what I'm doing. And I'm building me as a person because I want to be, I want to feel more energy. I want more energetic uh, moments in my life. So when we come to our center, we will slow down. And this is setting an intention first, is sitting down, taking a few deep breaths. It's You could be standing. If you're standing now, sit down for this and get comfortable. Get in a chair and get, get comfortable, maybe by a window, whatever. But get comfortable and try to sense your body touching the ground, being present, being with yourself, being aware that you are, in fact, here. Not out there thinking about that, not over there, not in yesterday, and not in tomorrow, but right here. And what I'd ask you to do is to take 10 deep breaths through your nose, and then exhale through your mouth. 
And during that time, just sense your body releasing itself. Sense the stress or any tension. Maybe you don't have a lot of stress. Maybe you're relaxed, but we can even be more calm and more in our center. And by doing this, we bring ourselves to a clear plateau, a clear plane, a clear area where we've dumped the things that are not useful for us by just clearing them away and finding our center. Then we'll do an exercise that will charge you up from that clean state where you've pushed all these other things away and you're more aware, more awake, and more alive with a fresh, clean feeling to go after whatever it is that you're already doing, but do it with more clarity, more energy, and more, I don't know, could be even confidence, more pizzazz, more I'm going to get it and make it happen, attitude and energy. So when you take the breath, you exhale. <sighs> Inhale. I like to hold it for seven counts and exhale whatever is comfortable for you. So deep breathe. Hold it. and release the energy. There was a book I was reading at one time. When we breathe through our nose, we're inhaling positive energy, positive ions. And when we exhale, you can visualize it if you're a visual person or you could hear it. Maybe you could even feel it. And... Feel the less than useful, the negative ions going away, the negative energy going away, and say the word release. I learned this word, well, of course I learned this word many years ago, but it's a technique that I like the word release that I learned from Brendan Burchard. I like this word because it vibrates loudly with the act of exhaling loudly in the sense that it clears away a lot of the garbage or the lot of the tension and the stress that may be within us so try this you inhale you say release release Inhale, exhale, release, release. You can say it once, twice, three times, entirely up to you. So I'll let you do this for a moment. Release. Thank <sighs> you. 
release. Keep going. Inhale. Hold it. Release. Inhale. Hold it. Release. So I'll let you go at your own pace for 30 seconds or a minute here and let you do this and get comfortable using the term release to bring you to your center. Okay, I'm going to stop here, and you certainly can continue on on your own time, and take this, doesn't have to be 10, it could be 20, it could be for 20 minutes. What if you just started with 5 minutes or a few minutes to, if you're in the office, you do it for a couple of minutes, but or in your office, you could do it for 20 minutes if you have your own business, you have time, 10 minute break, you go outside, you can do it whenever you have the time or when you make the time because don't forget not to get caught up i don't have time to do it this is really powerful and important that you bring yourself to the center to get the energy the focused energy so you're productive who knows maybe you leave half hour early in the day so you can take a walk by the sea and do some more deep breathing so now, how do you feel? Do you feel better? I feel better. I only did that for just a little bit. I feel more mellow, more relaxed, more in the moment. Now, I don't want to fall asleep and I don't want to be too relaxed. So we have to get our energy back. And the way we do this is by fast breathing. Oxygen in our mind gives us energy. And it gives more energy than caffeine, and it's, it lasts longer, and it's cleaner. Um, I actually, that's why I don't drink so much coffee. I used to get up in the morning and drink coffee, and I started this breathing exercise many years ago that I learned from Tony Robbins in 1989. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I started using this technique, and it, it was so amazing that the really I would inhale, hold it, inhale to the count of seven, hold it for four times that to 28 and exhale for the count of 14. And after doing that for six series, six sessions in a row, my mind like woke up. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And it's just what oxygen does to us. It wakes us up. It makes us alive. And we live on oxygen. So if we have more in our mind, our mind works better. It's sharper. It's clearer. You have more energy. So now what we'll do here is, okay, you don't have to, but I suggest you put a big smile on your face. And you do this rapid breathing technique where... You breathe in and you breathe out quickly. And it's best to stand up to do this. You can move a little bit. And, but if you're starting to feel dizzy, 
you know, you better stop or you better sit down. And for some of us, this is too much oxygen and we get um, uh, a little dizzy. So be careful. And just, I'm not a doctor here and I'm only suggesting and sharing methods I have learned, I have tried, they work for me. So this is a disclaimer that... I only know oxygen gives us energy. So if you breathe rapidly, I always feel more alive. And I just did a little bit of oxygen and I, my energy's up again. So you do this 20 breaths and you... And when you move your hands while you're standing and exhaling... You are getting more physical energy, the physiology of the fast breathing, the rapid breathing, and the, the oxygen all add up to increased energy. And you can clap your hands while you're doing this. You can... <coughs> so I was riding my bike in the cold. I got just a little bit of a cold. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, but you can do this, clap your hands, and it picks up your energy. That, I got just a little bit of dizzy, so pay attention. If you start to get dizzy, sit down right away, and you can smile, clap, deep breathe. I'm going to let you try this on your own, but let's just give it a five, quick fiver here, and go to 20 after this video, after this show. Take it on your own and practice a little bit. The release technique and then the rapid breathing. So let's just do a five count here so we don't get too much oxygen. And we just go. And then, so that's five without clapping, but if you do five with clapping, you'll get, and do that with movement and clapping and clapping hard. If you clap harder, there's more energy involved. You will have more energy. So if you just did that, how do you feel? Do you feel a little more energetic, a little more alive? And if you didn't do it, try it after this show. Take some time and do this. These types of things every day, and I know this is a habit, but this is a high-performance habit. And this habit is to make your life what you really want it to be. And if you're not really sure, start doing some of these things. It will bring more desire because you'll have more energy and you'll start to discover the things that you really want to do. But first, you've got to get up the energy and you've got to get some movement. And, and, and if you have that and you're really moving rapidly, take it back and find your center to make sure what you're doing is serving you and taking you in the direction you want to go on this day, this week, and this year, making 2017 your best year yet. 
This is Peter Stone with another episode, episode 16 of Stepping Up and Stepping Out, How to Generate Your Energy, Build Your Energy, Get Some Clarity, Focus, and Connect with Who You Really Are to Serve Yourself and Enjoy Your Life. Step it up, step out. Make this year, 2017, your best year yet. Thanks for watching. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about courage because sometimes we have to get the courage up to do these things. Not everybody wants to sit in front of a TV camera and do some silly things like breathing and meditation and release. But we got to do it. And we have to do it on our own, we have to do it in our office or we have to find a place if we are going to move the needle on our life. Thanks for watching. Peter Stone, we'll see you next episode. Thank you.